and welcome into the Roundtable. Bill Priestley here with you. And it's interesting how used trucks and new trucks orders are coming on in terms of making capacity an interesting issue over the course of the next few years. Joining us to talk about it is Alan Adler, our Midwest Bureau Chief. And also with him, we've got Kenneth Veith, the President and Senior Analyst at ACT Research. Alan, let me start off things uh, with a topic that we kind of broached a little bit uh, last week in terms of an interesting kind of trend we're seeing across the way. Maritime shipping, you're seeing a lot of new ships that are being built over the course of the next few years coming in. Granted, most of that is going to replace, or at least is designed to replace, uh, ships that are going to the scrapyards. Uh, air cargo, you've got a lot of uh, conversion kits that are turning passenger planes into freighters. Egaldi said a very interesting time. Right now with trucking, uh, obviously new truck orders and with used truck prices coming down back into the range where we saw a couple of years ago, what are we seeing on the trucking end in terms of capacity in the next couple of years or so? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna defer in a moment to Kenny because he really tracks it. But I, my sense is that what we're looking at right now is, is catching up from a couple of years where you could barely get new trucks. And that was, of course, pandemic-related and supply chain-related. Now, this backlog is beginning to be worked down a little bit. Uh, new orders are coming in kind of slow, but manageable. And uh, they're working off and building more trucks to meet demand that was there when uh, fleets had to keep their trucks on the road longer than they like to, which is three and a half or four years. Uh, you get beyond four years, you start to get into some of the maintenance issues that they would prefer the second owner have rather than them. So, you know, they want to offload these trucks the best they can. They're doing it. That's why you're seeing the a rapid decline in used truck prices because we're starting to get a glut out there again of of, of used trucks. And the people you feel worse for are those who, who bought at those astronomically high prices when the used trucks were so hard to come by with, uh, you know, late models that uh, really, you know, could be relied upon for, you know, safety and fuel economy, things like that. They were practically non-existent. Now they're coming in and the prices are drifting much closer to pre-pandemic levels. Kenny, what are you seeing as far as the research is concerned with uh, how many trucks we're starting to see? Again, used truck prices becoming back into the the kind of the, the expected range and now all, uh, new truck orders obviously coming back online too. Sure. So uh, so so there's a, a, a strong correlation between uh, carriers making money and uh, and and carriers buying equipment. And, uh, uh, you know, as you guys know and report on <laughs> You know, on a on a, a, a daily, weekly, monthly basis, uh, you know, we've seen spot rates, uh, you know, falling over the last eighteen months. Uh, you know, we think they're you know finally starting to make a bottom, but we also know that contract rates lag spot rates. So, uh, you know, we've still got a couple of quarters, uh, you know, probably of, of contract rates falling. And uh, and and as Alan said, uh, you know, there there was uh, you know pent up demand. Uh, with the supply chain issues in 2021 through the first half of 2022 uh, that 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 really limited carriers ability to buy equipment in a period when they were just you know making money hand over fist uh you know back in the good old days and 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 so uh you know in in, in 2023 we've had you know very soft economy very you know weak freight markets uh but but we've also seen uh you know kind of best since early 2019 levels of truck production and uh, I think importantly, retail sales. So, um, you know, we're, we're in that period of the year right now where, you know, backlogs are coming off, which, which normally happens. Uh, but, but uh, you know, we continue to expect that to happen over the next, uh, you know, certainly three or four months. Uh, the question as we get to the end of the year is, 
you know, how strongly do the orders come back uh, to support uh, that, that uh, you know, new truck demand uh, as we look into 2024? Katie, let me stay with you there for just a second, just to kind of point things out in terms of, obviously, as you mentioned, we're kind of hitting, or we're trying to hit a bottom here uh, normally. But as as you look forward, where do you see this reaching a process uh, close to what we might call normalization, where you see new truck orders and used truck orders kind of returning to what we saw pre-pandemic? Uh, yeah, but that's that. That's a, yeah. That's a, that's an easy question. I could start monologuing now and not stop until <laughs> the top of the hour. So, so uh, I, I I think we're we're getting reasonably close in terms of equipment capacity. Uh, I want to say in 2023, uh, the you know kind of the active class eight tractor population in the United States is, is growing like three and a half or 4%. So, you know, we're okay. continuing to add tractor capacity to the market. Uh, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, the, 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 the critical component in, you know, in this cycle and really it is as, as, as we've seen subsequent cycles go on over the past couple of decades is, is, you know, demographics, um, uh, the, the, the drug and alcohol clearinghouse, et cetera. Uh, you know, you're, you're actually removing driver capacity out of the market. And, and, you know, so, so, you know, trucks are getting, you know, so even though we're adding truck capacity, which certainly doesn't help because a lot of truck capacity implies, uh, you know, people are taking loans, but that also, uh, you know, every new truck that gets sold, there's typically a trade that comes in. So that also puts downward pressure on used truck prices. Uh, so, so, you know, it's, a, we can, we can go in a lot of directions here. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, it's, it's, I think it's, it's that, that driver takeout that's continuing mm-hmm. in this, in this kind of upside down operating environment that so many truckers are facing today. Alan, one of the things that we've talked about uh, in the not-too-distant past was, of course, the, the impact that uh, uh, zero-emission vehicles are going to have uh, coming up. And I know that the impact is necessarily not necessarily going to be immediate here, obviously, as we turn the calendar to 2024. But as you look at new trucks being bought again, as you talk about you know, three years into it, you want to turn it over, those kinds of things, is that going to start to affect how people treat buying new equipment as they move into an era where we're going to see less and less over the course of the next 15 years uh, or less and less diesel uh, combustion trucks. Yeah. Okay. So I think, you know, every time the government, the federal government changes the emissions rules, you get what's called a pull ahead, right? And and Kenny tracks these and, you know, we're going to start to see a little bit of that maybe late this year um, because there are some early regulations going into effect in California. So you may see some fleets trying to get ahead of that, especially if they're ahead of the regulation, uh, then they're able to continue to collect incentives on the portion of their buy that is, you know, not, uh, you know, that is beyond meeting regulations. So that speaks really well for the big fleets that have people watching this and understand it. It doesn't do as much for the owner operator and and others that are, uh, you know, more or less kind of closed out of a lot of this. They can get the grants, but they have to kind of do everything on their own. Whereas, you know, the bigger fleets either have somebody or their manufacturer is uh, helping them, you know, get the grants and things like that. So, um, how much of a pull ahead? I'll, I'll defer again to Kenny, what he sees. But I think the number you used, Kenny, was about 12,000 units possibly getting pulled into 2023, um, you know, because of the, uh, the, the pre-buy and staying with the diesel trucks. 
albeit better diesel trucks than some that are out there. Uh, but then as you get into, you know, electrification really beginning to push the numbers, um, you'll have to see those purchases uh, go up as well. Yeah, can you go ahead if you want to chime in on that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so for for uh, carbs clean truck mandate in in 2024, I believe there's only three states uh, that are going with California. So it's California, Massachusetts, and Oregon. And I believe, you know, they they might be like eight or nine percent of the total market. So so it's, it's a you know kind of a small sliver of the market that's being impacted uh, this year. But we do believe this is a a, a very expensive mandate. And and uh, you know, I, I I would take you know slight exception with 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 alan um w- which is um you know when we have seen expensive pre-buys uh, you know if we go back to uh, you know epa 10 you know we didn't have a pre-buy because nobody had any money so it's so it's, it's kind of a so so uh, it's 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 a two-parter it, it's not just the willingness to pre-buy because I, it's it's new expensive technology but it's also the ability to pre-buy and and you know as, especially as we look out to EPT, epa 2027 um you know the the the, the Thing that's interesting there is is really for the first time uh, since the you know kind of uh, the 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 years leading into EPA 07, so 20 years ago, um, this is going to be the first time in 20 years where we've had a very expensive mandate and it, it, it lines up with with carriers' profits and and so we think that um, the opportunity for a big pre buy in 2026 uh, and even starting in 2025 uh, is is uh, is is really likely uh, this go around. Yeah, we've got about a minute left here, Alan. That's kind of what I wanted to end this conversation. Where do you see a new truck, a new diesel truck being bought, say in 24, 25, 26? What's the life of that truck going to be going forward? Again, talking about being done in three years, and then obviously with electrification on the way with with the government mandates as well. Well, keeping the fleets fresh, um, and and there's a couple of companies that are really good at this, you know, a year and a half, and they might uh, flip their truck orders, you know, if they can, and they might flip to new vehicles. It's a driver retention thing, and Kenny was referencing, you know, the drivers being pushed out of the market through, you know, clearinghouse and so forth. Um, you know, the newer fleets uh, that you can get and, and keeping that fleet fresh is, is super important. So I think, you know, those that can, uh, you know, keep the fleet young will do that. And uh, again, that the money factor is always there, but they did have uh, a lot of profits, uh, you know, during the pandemic, of course. Katie, I'm going to give you 20 seconds here to answer the question, but how fast do you think the transition is going to be uh, as um, makers start to go from the diesel to electrification uh, as these mandates come across. Uh, so, so it's 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 all about the 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 the, the buyers and and uh, you know where you know the TCO has to work for the product. So so it's going to be regional, local, uh, medium duty, and heavy duty, and, and long haul irregular route is going to be very difficult because there's a lot of obstacles. Gentlemen, I wish we had another 15 minutes to talk about this, but we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much to Alan and Kenny, and I'm sure we'll talk about this again soon. Thanks. All right, we'll take a short break here, and we'll come back with more Fritwoods now after this. 